You're listening to SBS News. This is SBS News in Easy English. I'm Peggy Jagamelos. The New South Wales government has announced further funding for flood-affected communities. Premier Dominic Perrottet is visiting the rural town of Yagara, where he has announced financial support for people who have lost property and stock. The Premier says his government plans to assist in rebuilding devastated communities in any way possible. It can be hard to have hope uh, in terms of the future, but what I have seen everywhere I go across the state is we get through it and we rebuild and the communities come back and they come back stronger than ever and that's exactly what's going to happen here. Um, It's a tough road ahead, uh, but the resilience of the Australian people will always shine through. The New South Wales government will stand side by side with all members who have been affected, all those communities, um, and uh, and that's that's, that's exactly what we should do. Professor Sean Turnell has arrived home to Australia after more than 21 months of detention in Myanmar. Mr Turnell was a former advisor to deposed leader Aung San Suu Kyi. Professor Turnell was jailed after Myanmar's military coup on February the 1st last year and sentenced to three years for violating the country's official state secrets act. Foreign Minister Penny Wong says his safe return is an enormous relief to his family, friends and his many supporters across the region. I've said many times Professor Turnell's release has been my first priority in relation to Myanmar. And I want to take the opportunity to pay tribute to and to thank many people who have played a role advocating for his release, both in the Australian Government and among our regional partners. Can I particularly thank the members of ASEAN and the two country chairs over the period of his imprisonment, uh, Brunei and Cambodia? A Dutch court has sentenced three men to life imprisonment over the downing of flight MH17 in Ukraine in 2014. The incident saw a missile shot from a separatist region of eastern Ukraine, destroying the airliner, killing 298 people. None of the accused appeared in court and are unlikely to ever serve their sentence. Foreign Affairs Minister Penny Wong has welcomed the verdict at an emotional press conference. This is the longest trial in Dutch criminal history. It started nearly 1,000 days ago. And today it has delivered justice and delivered truth. Russia and Ukraine have agreed to extend an agreement to allow grain exports from Ukrainian ports through the Black Sea. The deal, brokered by the United Nations and Turkey, was set to expire tomorrow. Kyiv and Moscow have agreed to carry it on for at least another 120 days. Farhan Haq, Deputy Spokesperson for the UN Secretary-General, confirmed the agreement. As you saw earlier today, the Secretary-General has welcomed the agreement by all parties to continue the Black Sea Grain Initiative to facilitate the safe navigation of export of grain, foodstuffs, and fertilizers from Ukraine. The United Nations is fully committed to supporting the Joint Coordination Centre so that this vital supply line continues to function smoothly. 
Victorian health authorities are warning return travellers to be on high alert after three new cases of measles were confirmed in Melbourne. The cases are confined to one family who flew in from Singapore on Tuesday morning. Passengers on Qantas flight QF36 are being told to monitor for symptoms until December 3. Measles symptoms include a cough, runny nose, sore throat, fever and a rash and can develop 7 to 18 days after exposure. In tennis, Wimbledon officials have relaxed the strict requirement for an all-white dress code for females after pressure from players and coaches. Female players will now be allowed to wear coloured undershorts to support them during their menstrual cycles. Female players had expressed anxiety about wearing white during their menstrual cycles. And that's SBS News in Easy English.